Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Welcome back, Steeler fans. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Tony Defio is hanging out alongside with me. This is the Steelers Hangover. We are talkative tonight because it has been a talkative offseason. And I got to tell you, it seems like it's going to get even louder with so much stuff happening. Look, the Steelers may have a quarterback next season. His name was Ben Roethlisberger, but there's so much talk because of his salary cap hit. If he comes back, he's going to count $41 million against the salary cap. If he uh, if they he retires or they get rid of him, he's going to be counting about 22, which would be big savings. So some people are ready to push Ben out of town. Some people are saying, hey, we're done. We We appreciate all you do, all you did. Here's your gold watch, but the guy just put up 500 yards in a playoff game. Um, but there's there's another thing to say, you know, you can't really, uh, you really don't want your 38, 39 year old quarterback throwing it that much. My hope is that the Pittsburgh Steelers and the scapegoat would have been the scheme and Randy Land, and I'm hoping that changes now that there's a new offensive coordinator in town. Um, when there's more coaches in town, a different scheme, a different look. Does that include Ben? Look, I don't care as long as the scheme is different. I still think Ben has some value. If Ben's not there next year, I'm fine with that too. I'm really on the fence on this. And the reason I'm on the fence is because I am going to go with whatever that the brass at the pit of the Pittsburgh Steelers decide here. So everybody's uh, like Myrna Jane and Burt says windows closed rebuild. Some people are in the, uh, on the side of the fence saying that, Hey, wait, 
there's still a chance. There's still one more year. Um, you still have enough talent here. So Brighton Barnes asked, did Pouncey officially retire? No, but it's it's gaining more steam and more noise that he's going to, but that's not official. The line, if you look at my fact or fiction the other day, Tony, the line isn't going to change as drastically as a lot of people think. I don't think it needs to either. There's just going to be some adjustments there, but it's not going to be glaring and they still have a chance next year as well. But there's so much going on in the league with quarterbacks where, especially when you look yesterday, Tom Brady just led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a Super Bowl. And so a lot of teams are thinking, hey, we can get that veteran and bring him in. A lot of people now, Matt Stafford saying, I don't want to come back. You did not bring Daryl Bevel, my offensive coordinator, back. I'm ready to go ahead and try another team trade me. And that's basically what is being reported that he's saying. So a lot of people in Pittsburgh are like, ooh, trade for Matt Stafford. Aaron Rodgers is not expected to stick around in Green Bay. So there might be, if you thought the, the quarterback carousel last year was crazy, with Rivers going to a new team, with Brady going to a new team, it's going to be even crazier this year. Will the Steelers be a part of it, or are they going to draft one? I think it all depends on what Ben does. If Ben comes back, then I don't think they're going to draft one. I think they're going to use their picks to to make the team better around him as much as they can. If he goes, if he does retire, or they get rid of him. If they pull a Troy Polamalu or Nike Taylor and say or Heinz Ward and say we, we want you to get on with your life's work, what I think they're going to do because of their cap situation is I think they're going to you know draft somebody in the first round. I think that's how you that's how you go about it. You draft somebody in the first round, you throw them in, and he, <clears throat> Excuse me. He has his whole. You have his whole rookie contract to find out about him and see if he's the guy. Is to bring in somebody like Aaron Rodgers or, or 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 Matthew Stafford. I mean, that's like night and later that night. That's the difference, right? You're not really. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one in four, I guess, or maybe one in five now in, in NFC Championship games. I mean, you know, people talk about Ben and his struggles in the postseason. What about Aaron Rodgers? He hasn't done anything in a decade as far as the postseason is concerned. I mean, he's been to a few. NFC title games, but he hasn't been back to the Super Bowl. So, you know, here's a guy that's what a year or two younger than Ben. I mean, we, we, you know, he had a great year. He might be, he might be NFL MVP, but, but you know, can, could, could you even afford him anyway with with your cap situation and what he's going to command? And I and, and and the answer is no, not unless you want to do what they've been doing, and that's and that's kick the can down the road for how many more years? You know what Jeff Hartman's dad says? This you can kick the you can kick the can down the road so much, then you've got to pick it up. Right. It might be time for the Steelers to pick it up, but there are so many things to look at. There's so many camps that are saying that, you know, I want Ben to stay. I want Ben to go. Well, we're ready. Here's my question. And it's not really with that, with that scenario that I just mentioned, what do you want to happen? Who do you want to be the quarterback in 2021 of the Pittsburgh Steelers, this is Tony Defio, not what they should do, what Tony wants them to do, what Tony's hoping happens, and what do you want them to do in the first round of the draft? This is Tony talk. Go. I wanted to be Ben. I know it's not a popular, I can't believe it's not a popular sentiment, but I, that's who I want it to be because I think he gives them the best chance. And, you know, like I said last week, what, in October, November, people were crying. Why isn't he getting more respect? Why, why isn't he get, getting more consideration for, for NFL MVP? And now people want him to go and they want to they uh, 
move on. I, I think he of the of the current quarterbacks on the roster, he gives them the best chance to win next year. Of the other ones that people keep calling for, th there's not a realistic chance of them bringing bringing any of those guys in. If they go out and they they draft the quarterback, if he does, if they do get rid of him and and, and they do what I said a few minutes ago and draft the quarterback in round one, he's not going to be uh, ready to to lead them in in uh, twenty twenty one. So I, I want Ben to be the quarterback next year because I think he gives them the best chance to compete. As far as what I want them to do in the first round, gosh, I I, I mean, I guess I would say if Pouncey retires, maybe you 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 get a center, or 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 maybe you you go after a guard or, or you know somebody along the offensive line, or it could be time to, you know, people forget, you know, Cam Hayward's getting up there, uh, stuff even Stephon Tuitt's getting up there. You might lose a Lou, a Lou. Maybe it's time to shore up that defensive line too. I mean, I think you you win in the trenches, and I think that's it, it, that's where you're going. If Ben's not, if, if Ben's still here, I think you 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 go for offensive defensive lineman in the first round. What I want as far as quarterback, I kind of echo your sentiments with Ben. I'd like to see one more year, but there's a part of me that wants to see the uh, the salary cap. You know, get some relief on that salary cap as well. But the main thing I want to see them do is get a quarterback of the future. I just don't think the quarterback of the future situation opportunity is really this year. I don't even know if it's next year, but it's got to be soon. But here's the problem. You're not going to find it at 24. You're not going to find a great one at 24. Right. You know, uh, when when Eli went number one overall, when Rivers went four. Well, actually, Rivers went number one overall. Um, right. You know, well, no, no, I guess Rivers did not go over. Uh, Eli, Eli. Eli still went number one overall. Rivers went number four and then right. Ben went number 11. Somebody went 24. Do you remember who went 24th that year? It was a quarterback. Was it uh JP Lossman? Yeah. JP yeah. Lossman went. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just, he was the bills needed a quarterback. They went with one. It's kind of a reach. I don't want the, the Steelers to have to reach if they move up. You know, I'm going to be fine with whatever they do because I trust them. They know more than I do. Dallas Quinley saying draft an OT. I really want an offensive tackle. As far as running back, and we're going to have plenty of times to talk about the draft. There's a guy I want them to take a running back in the second round. I want them to go with one of the kids from North Carolina. Um, I just think uh, those guys are absolutely tremendous. So I'm, I'm really looking at uh, them doing something like that, and they can get a guy in the second round at running back. They're, they're going to need to address that as well, but really shore up that offensive line too. But there's so many places they can go. If they decide to trade to move up for a quarterback, that would be good too. So we've got about 10 minutes left in the show, and I'm going to open it up right now, and we're going to do a Q&A so we're going to take about uh, five to seven questions before we uh, go ahead and shut down for the day. So start throwing in those uh, questions right now, and we will do our best to answer them. I've got to bring up this name here. Tony and I just did the uh, the retro show, and we were talking about how great this guy was as a role player. I don't know if this is that guy. I'm sure he's not. But how awesome would it be if this viewer, D. Winston, was... Dennis Dirt Winston. How awesome would that be? <laughs> uh, that'd be great. And, and if it's not him, whoever it is, you have a great sense of history. If, if that's who you're, if that's who the name's supposed to be, 
but I, but I hope it's, I hope it's Dirk Winston. I mean, if it is, then I'm not, I, I always say I'm nervous talking to players, but I wouldn't be nervous. Let's, let's talk Dirk. How, what was it like filling in for Jack Ham in Super Bowl 14? <laughs> I, uh, D Winston does say line problem due to 90% shotgun. That's, that's very true. And a uh, very good, very good comment as well. So uh, let's see what we have, uh, have going on here, Tony. Um, here's a, uh... <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to bring that one up. Um, I was about to bring one up, but uh, let's not do that. Lifelong fan 07 says, is Dwayne Haskins a legit, legitimate quarterback? The answer to that is we will find out, but you don't need to. You, do, I mean, he uh, all he has to do is show what he can do, and this is his chance. This isn't the Steelers' chance to get a quarterback. This is Dwayne Haskins' uh, chance to prove that he's a legitimate quarterback. Alex Smith says he is. He just needs to be in a good situation. He was kind of thrown to the wolves in Washington, and his lack of maturity hurt him. Um, if he can be in a situation here where he can, uh, he could be your third QB. Byron Leftwich was a third QB. You know, um, if he has an opportunity to. Uh, you know, learn in a good organization. And I consider the Steelers a very good organization. Um, he has an opportunity to do something. The hope is that you don't, you know, hear anything about him next year. Maybe that he's on the roster, but you don't, you have guys ahead of him. He was not brought in to start. And that's the bottom right. line of the whole thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's up in the air as to whether or not he's a, uh, He's legit, and that's a that's a, that's the conundrum about quarterbacks. Is is people want to decide on on these guys after 10, 12 games? He's had what thirteen games, I guess. Mason's had 10, 11 games in his career, and people are they make up their minds, and they don't let these guys they don't give them a chance to develop. And, and the teams are the same way. The teams and the coaches and the owners they're the same way. They want to move on. You know, other other positions they get they get time to develop. What about Robert Spillane? Somebody like that. Somebody who spent a couple of years in the system, and then he got his chance, and, and and he was able to prove himself through repetition, through through reps, through snaps, and and these quarterbacks don't get that chance. So let's give him a chance. Let's see what he can do. Let, let's see what a year in the Steelers organization, like you said, practicing every day. Let's see and absorbing. Let's see what happens. Absolutely, and we bring up this one here. And Debbie Dickerson says, are the Steelers looking at Najee Harris running back? Yeah, they are definitely looking at him. Can they afford to bring him in? And when I say afford to bring him in, at the expense of a, a quarterback or a tackle or a, a replacement at center? And uh, for possibly, and that's going to be the next question we're going to go over too. But uh, Najee Harris would be absolutely fantastic. If you could get him in the second round, that would be even better. I just don't think you're going to get him all the way down where the Steelers are picking in the second round. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that might be like 50, 50 somewhere around there, um, 48 or 50 right. um, in the second round. So I just don't think he lasts. But there are some other players. And you look at last year, Tony. Jonathan Taylor went in the second round, um, mid to late second round. Uh, J.K. Dobbins did too, Cam Akers. So there's some guys that you can go ahead and get. Um, Najee Harris would be great to have on this team. I just don't think you go for this guy when you 
when you really need the offensive line to be open holes for a running back and you need uh you need a quarterback in the game too so i i think running back would be great harris would be amazing i would not complain if they got the guy the thing is i just think that he the running back is lower on the priority list for a lot of teams right and people are always talking about draft value and 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 it's just not the round for them anymore every now and then you'll you'll see one getting drafted you know, like a Zeke Elliott or last year, uh, I have a kid's name from the Chiefs who I can never remember. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, C. Right. Yeah, he went 30 seconds. And, and it's, 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 it's rare for, for – it's almost like the second round is their first round now. And, and you, can get a lot, you can get a lot of great value in that round. So, you know, Harris probably – like you said, he's probably not going to last. I think somebody said in the live chat it would be 55th overall selection. Um, but – you know, I think you have to maybe chance it uh, unless he really puts on his, his stock really rises and he, and he happens to be there at 24 and, and you're just so tempted to take him. But like, uh, like we always say, the line makes the running backs. I mean, obviously you want a great talented running back, but I think if you don't have a line, forget it. So I think they have to, they have to go about shoring that up first. So John Trent asked this of all free agents who stays, who goes, oh my gosh, that's a huge list. So what I really want to do is I want you to go ahead and uh, check out some of the other shows on uh, the BTSC Family Podcast. Check out the Scobro shows tom tomorrow night. They're talking a lot about free agents. That would be a great opportunity. Uh, I know they're going to talk about a good bit of who stays and who goes on there. It would just be uh, it would be not enough time, and I don't want to steal their thunder from tomorrow night. But I do, John. I appreciate your question. I, I really do, Cree. Um, Cree says, Bad and Tony, do you think we should let Pouncey and DeCastro go since they are now injury prone? Hmm. Here's the thing you know, you do some, you have some cap savings with uh, Pouncey. The thing about DeCastro, I don't think you save that much on the cap with DeCastro. I don't think DeCastro is as injury prone as a lot of people think. I think he had an injury filled year, but he still played. I think he's on the rebound, and I would actually, you would want to keep one of those guys around. Does right. not look like Big Al is going to be back, right? You know I mean? Pouncey, it, it's pretty much up to him, and I think he is opting out. I think he's going to retire. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of you know when it comes to something like that and, and, and those rumors. I mean, he hasn't disputed those rumors. Unlike T.J. Watt with the Mark Madden thing, uh, I think he's going to retire. Pouncey, as far as the Castro goes. I agree with you. He's not really injury prone. I mean, a lot of his injuries have been that one major injury in his rookie year was a freak injury when one of his own players fell into him. Uh, just remember, in 2019, he was an all pro uh, right, ta uh, right guard. And I can't believe his play fell off that much between 2019 and 2020. I think he was, he had an injury, like you said, he had an injury filled year. And, you know, if he gets that corrected, maybe surgery in the offseason, I think he'll be back to his old form next year. Dallas asked, do we go TE in round two or three? Yeah, I actually think think if a good one is on the board, you actually do. My gosh, if you if you're sitting at number two in the second round and Pat Fryermuth, if that's the way to pronounce his name, um, from Penn State is sitting there, yeah, I, I'd say you grab him. I, I really think you do, because you've got only one more year left of Eric Ebron probably as well. And with Vance McDonald now retiring, I, I think you're going to want to bring somebody in. Tony? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've been, 
you know, they, they, they brought in, they traded for Vance McDonald. They, they signed Ebron. They, they, they signed Ladarius Green a few years ago, and that didn't really pan out. They really haven't invested in a, in a tight end in, in, in a good while since, uh, what, uh, Heath Miller, I guess? Or, or am I missing somebody as far as a youngster? So maybe it is time. Yeah, because I Jesse James was uh, brought in to uh, to be. They didn't expect they didn't expect Heath Miller to retire as early as he did. So right. uh, you know he was brought in to be that second guy, that blocking guy. He did better than a lot of people expected. Um, John Knox asks uh, one more question about uh, Pouncey. Is Pouncey required to announce his plans prior to the draft? No, he's not. I you kind of expect him to do, you really want him to make that decision before free agency. Right. And because that affects the cap and that's, that's just something you would kind of expect him to do because if you're going to make a decision like that, you, you want to let the team know so they can make plans because everything cha free agency changes. Um, right. Everything changes. So, you know, that's what you're looking at there. Anything else, Tony, as uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, get on out of here for another edition, but there's, we covered a whole lot of stuff. Is there anything I missed, man? No, no, it was, uh, it was a fun show and, 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 you know, Matt Canada's new OC apparently, and I'm okay with that because I would be okay with whoever they got. I, I, I don't know much about any of the, I mean, I know Hugh Jackson has a track record and Matt Canada has a track record and, uh, in college. And so I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to see what he can do. I'm always willing to give these coaches a chance. I think that's, that's all you can do as a fan is give them a chance. Don't write them off too quickly. Um, and even next year when, when there's a particular uh, series of plays that you don't like, don't change your Twitter feed to fire Matt Canada or blame Canada or whatever you want to do. Just, just uh, give the guy a chance. You know, uh, there's one thing I did miss and you did not, you did not uh, call me on this. And uh, I'm looking through the live chat and D Winston mentioned duck duck deep ball last year was way better. than Ma uh, Mason looked at the chargers game. Now duck is in Los Angeles. He's a Los Angeles Ram. He has signed on with signed a contract with them. I, I, I believe it's a futures deal, but so uh, Devlin duck Hodges late of the Steelers. I'm going to miss that guy. He was a great story. I mean, he was a, he was a phenom for uh, 2019. I remember meeting you and Dave at the, uh, at he and his brother at Heinz field and every, watching everybody walk around with their duck hats on. It was for, for a brief moment. He was a, uh, he was a sensation. He's a division two or whatever they call it uh, player. And, and he's get, getting a chance. He got a chance here and now he's going to get a chance in LA. Good for I'm him. I'm hurt, Tony. I'm hurt. You didn't even mention what I was wearing that day. Oh gosh, I was wearing a Duck Hodges jersey. I was—I okay. actually bought a Duck Hodges jersey. I didn't pay a lot for it, uh, but I, I failed. I, I failed. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now the picture that we took together that we use um, for our thumbnail for this show—I'm wearing a BTSC shirt because I put that on over it because I knew I was going to use that for it. But I was—I was definitely, uh, definitely wearing my Hodges jersey that I got for that game and. Uh, not one of my best purchases of all time, but uh, I'm proud that I have it. I, I'll put that right next to in the closet, my Jarvis Jones jersey that I have. 
Well, I mean, that's why we're one of the reasons why it's fun to be a fan because who saw that coming, right? Who saw him kind of being in the toast of Pittsburgh for what five, six weeks, whatever it was? And you know, that's what makes it fun. You never know. That's why sports are the re- greatest reality TV. It's just, it's just, it's, it's a, I can't wait till next year already. Snowman asks, uh, bad when is your draft show? So, uh, we are going to have two draft shows. We will have ours where, uh, BTSC and I'm going to bring in, we have a bigger BTSC staff. So I'm going to be bringing so many more people. I'm going to bring in the guys from down under on that show. Tony's going to be making picks. I'm going to be making picks. We will do that two weeks before the draft. The draft when you, the live chat, the fans, Steeler Nation, eh, not Steeler Nation, BTSC Nation, picks the show. That'll be the week before the draft. Well, that'll be three days before the draft. So we're going to be announcing that. We will have our selection. We will be asking you to let us know if you want in on that. uh, um, In April, we'll be doing that. But we will be doing that show once again. That's that's a lot of fun um, to see how you guys pick. And how we do it, everybody gets everybody gets an opportunity to go ahead and uh, pick a number. And so I'm not sure where Snowman picked last year, but uh, um, somebody picked number one. And they didn't go Joe Burrow. And that messed up the draft just like that. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's cool. That's, that's fine. But uh, we do who you really think. You're the GM of the Cincinnati Bengals. You're the GM of the Arizona Cardinals, and uh, you just decide based on that. So it's uh, it, it was a lot of fun. It's a fun exercise. So we're going to be doing that uh, next year too. So uh, thanks so much. Thanks for asking that. Uh, we have so much fun coming up on that show. This show. We want to go ahead and do more interactive things with you because you guys are the reason that that we get inspired to do this stuff. So thanks, thanks so much, and uh, be involved. And it's really funny. A guy that was in that draft last year, Mark Davison from Australia, he picked seventh. And uh, now he is going to be on that draft show this year as uh, a member of BTSC because he's now doing the touchdown under our Australian podcast too. So uh, so uh, we really appreciate uh, that uh, that live gem that we picked out of the uh, the live chat. Matty Peverell used to hang out in the, the live chat too as well too. So, uh, hey, thanks so much, everybody. Tony, any final words? I just, uh, I I, I can't wait to watch the Super Bowl in a couple weeks. Uh, Other than that, I'm I'm, I'm looking to to decompress football-wise. It was an intense year, and and, and now I'm, I'm, and there's so much news, and hopefully we can, uh, we can, we can decompress and, 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 and discuss some of these uh, things before something else happens. (laughs) All right, we will. Um, Stephen Carestas said this earlier in the show. I promise you, buddy, we are going to have an after party again. We will end up bringing that back. I, I'm not forgetting you on that, buddy. I, we will. Uh, I'll talk to Jeff. I'll talk to Dave. There may be some after parties in the future too. We gotta get Tony on an after party. He would be wild on a BTSC after party. So, for Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and I gotta tell you, just when you think you've got all of the answers. We keep changing the questions. Love you, Steeler Nation. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. 
offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.